Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Light of the World Kitchen Tabernacle International New Day Bible Study. We are so excited, hallelujah, just to be here. Hallelujah. One more day, one more time, we can get together, amen, and see what God is trying to tell us. Because he's telling us something. Whether we listen or not, he is telling us something. We thank God for his word. We thank God for his mercy and his grace. We bless his holy name. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. Amen. We greet you on behalf of our co-founder, Archbishop Drew W. Smith, who is in the building. Hallelujah. Thank God for her. Hallelujah. On behalf of our senior pastors, Pastor Oscar Hartman and Lady E, we thank give God praise, honor, and glory. Amen. For Bishop Ann, Amen. We thank God for you, you, and those who are on their way. We bless God for you, amen, and a time just to get into his words and to find out what God wants to say to us today. And we thank God that God is so good, amen. He is uh, uh, um, marvelous in our eyes what he's doing because on last Wednesday, we, we start out our teaching with a testimony. And last Wednesday night, Bible study teaching started out with a testimony. The subject on last week we talked about was how to walk. And last Wednesday night's uh, title was the walk, right? And so God is really putting us all together, amen, on one accord. So we give him praise, we give him honor, and we give him glory just for being on one accord. Even uh, the example about Saul and David Exactly what we talked about last week. <laughs> uh, Pastor uh, uh, went there with that. So we thank God for his mercy and his grace, and we are so excited, amen, what God's going to say today. Amen. Uh, and we know we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we have a, a song of praise, and then we will go forth in the word of God. So come on and clap your hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for another day and another opportunity that we are able to come into the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For able to write a divine word to God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you
for the many blessings he's given me. When I look back over my life and I see where he brought me from, I can truly say that I've been blessed. Let me say, woke up this morning, got out of my bed. I looked around, here's what I said. Thank you, Lord, for the blood you shed. You put a roof up over my head. Thank you, Lord, for another day. All these blessings you sent my way. You see, I could have been dead in some lonesome grave. But you told old death, you told it to get back and behave.
Okay, um, again, we're in Romans, the 13th chapter, and uh, we've been hitting one verse a week, <laughs> and uh, we, we got to verse 14, and uh, uh, we thank God that uh, Paul, Paul is, is sending this letter to this church in Rome that has two different ethnic backgrounds. We have Gentiles and we have Jews, and so, so Paul is, 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 is striving to try to get them on one accord. And, and we see all the way down through Romans, he's been working hard, uh, uh, trying his best to get them on one accord. He finally got them to, to know that it's not by uh, 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 who you are or, uh, or where your mama and your daddy came from, but it's the grace of God. And it is faith that we are, are, are saved, not by, by works that any man should boast. And so... Uh, and, and he began to tell uh, even the Jews that we have all sinned and come short, so you can't think that you're better than the Gentiles. And so he's been striving to get them all on one accord, and he began to tell them how that they, he begged them. Now that he's got their minds, that they know now that there's no difference between them, now he wants to teach them how to respond, how to act. And so in the 12th chapter, he tells them to, uh, present your body a living sacrifice. Uh, 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 you've got to sell out your desire and uh, uh, take on the desire of the Lord because we are no longer ourselves even bought with a price. And so he began to tell them now in the 13th chapter that now every soul got to be subject to the higher power. There's only one power. Even those wicked folks that are in power, their only power they got is they got it from God. And we know that uh, Jesus told uh, Paul that, but <laughs> don't you know I got tired of that you do or not? <laughs> and Jesus had to straighten him out. So, so all power is from God. And so as children of God, uh, Paul is telling the, the, the Roman uh, uh, Christians is that you need to obey the law. You can't circumvent and go around the law. You have to still obey the law, because all power comes from God, and no law is initially, you got to say initially, uh, designed to hurt you, is initially designed to protect you, and so, uh, there's, so, uh, uh, and we begin to tell you how you need to respond to, to uh, civic leaders, how to respond to uh, our church leaders, how to respond now to your brothers and sisters, and now how do you behave as a Christian? What, what kind of uh, behavior should you have? And uh, uh, the last couple of verses, we, we, uh, 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 verse, uh, uh, I think it was 11, is telling them how Paul says, wake up out of sleep. Be alert. Be aware of what's going on. Wake up out of sleep. And then uh, he, he, he tell them how, you know, we refer to how the five foolish versions, uh, uh, they all fell asleep, but some was not prepared, did not have oil in their lamp. So we got to know when we see the signs of the time, when we see the news, we ought to be aware we should not be asleep during this day and time. We see where there's, I mean, Hawaii is burnt to quit. That ain't normal. We see places flooded and then uh, other places being burnt down. All these things are happening, wars and rumors of war uh, are all over so we ought to recognize what time it is. And Paul said it is nearer than when we first believed. So there's no time to be talking about uh, 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 elementary stuff. You know, uh, you, don't, you don't come to church. You should be grown enough now to, 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 to focus on what your uh, 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 assignment is and what God has you to do. And so uh, we are closer than when we first believed. And so then we talked about how then to, after you don't wake up, the next step you do is get dressed. <laughs> and so the 12 verses say how you dress ourselves. And so we, we told we got to take off some stuff so we can put on. And, and uh, we, it, it doesn't make sense to put, put on uh, uh, some new stuff on top of some old stuff. 
talk about the new vine and, and the old and the old old uh, wine skin. So we we went through there, and so now we talked about on uh, last week after you get dressed up, you know, we talked about putting on the whole armor. There ain't no use to putting on part of the armor. They so put on the whole armor, and then we talked about uh, after you got dressed. Now it's time to go somewhere. You get dressed in the house, right? But now it's time to go somewhere. So now how you walk, what we talked about last week, is who you are and how you, uh, what's in you going to come out of you. Uh, uh, whatever's in your thought, that's how you're going to walk. And walking is not taking steps. Walking is a lifestyle. We talked about last week. You say walk, we're not talking about uh, that you got sliding your side or stepping your step. It's talking about your lifestyle. And so uh, we talked about that last week. So this week we're talking about a point, the topic I put on it is what provision to make. What provision to make. So we're going to go ahead and read that uh, verse, verse 14 of uh, 13 chapter of Romans, uh, then we'll uh, see what we can get out of it. Anybody else? Now, when he said we don't make provisions, and, and, and uh, when we when we make provisions, that means we're preparing for something, right? Getting ready to do something. And so, make no provisions. Don't prepare to do the wrong thing, because now you 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 are no longer that person who was. You have modified. Your members, right? And, and, and Paul said in uh, Galatians uh, uh, 3, in 1, he says, If you have been risen with Christ, seek those things with our ball, which Christ, where Christ is on the right hand of God. Set your affection. You know, so we make provision on stuff that affects, that, that, that we, we're sensitive to, that things that we want. We'll prepare ourselves 
if we want to attract somebody, we know what just how to what to put on to attract that person, what not to put on to attract that person, right? And so we're preparing ourselves. But he said, now you, because you are putting on Christ, that's why he added on that verse. He said, now you're putting on Christ. Know that you you will not be prepared to do anything to satisfy the flesh because you're no longer fleshly-minded. Now you uh, 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 have been risen with Christ. Then you set your affection. All your aspiration now is not on this life. Your aspiration is not about how long you're going to live, where you're going to live, how good you're going to live. Because when Jesus came, he set the example. He said the birds have nests. Foxes have holes, but the Son of Man have nowhere because his importance was not about his natural life. It was about the life he was going to come to give us. And so our desire now should not be on just where we're going to live today. Just where, how, what are we going to eat? What are, he said, don't think about these The heathen, that's what, that's what the heathen does. <laughs> and Matthew 6 said, this is not believers. You don't worry about what you're going to eat. Who's your father? The birds of the air. Look at the lilies of the field. And he said, even Solomon in all his glory, oh my goodness, ain't, ain't dressed like none of them. And I say ain't, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's not dressed like any of them because your father takes care. So now your thoughts are not about you providing for you. Now you are. Uh, Again, present your body a living sacrifice, right? Holy, acceptable unto God. So you no longer live. And this is what Paul is saying in Galatians. Set your affection on things above, not on the earth. For ye are dead. Listen to it. And you can slap a dead man all you want. You can call him all kind of names. You can spit on him. Ain't nothing, no response is going to happen. Let somebody spit on you. <laughs> you ready to do something? But you are dead in your life. Listen to this now. Oh, my goodness. This thing, this thing is your life. That's, that's your life, the essence of who you are. Your life is hid with Christ. Listen to it now. It's hid with Christ because who paid for your ransom? <laughs> so when he paid your ransom, he, he got, now you, you, you got to surrender your life to him. It's no longer yours. So now you're hid with Christ, but guess where you are? you in God. I'm saying you in God. Listen to it now. You are hid with Christ, but now you are in God. And so your provision is not about this life. Your provision is what do you want me to do to advance your kingdom in the earth? Because that's why we left here. We're not left here to raise our grandkids. We're not left here to do these things. Those things are elementary. Those are secondary stuff that happens. Those are primitive that we can help raise our grandchildren. We can help do things. But our main assignment is to advance the kingdom of the earth. If, we, if we're here for any other reason, we are marking time. And we don't need to do that. So don't make provisions for these things because Jesus said, why would you put a treasure that men don't steal? And moss and rocks don't, don't come at you. Don't put, no, put your treasure up in heaven. So our mindset now can't be this life and this life alone because life is so short. Oh, my goodness. I just got a call. We just got a uh, saw something on Facebook. Young man grew up with my kids. He's on life support right now. But I'd ask you for 45 minutes. They, they would doubt it. But we know God is able. My granddaughter is an ICU, just like this. 
Thank God she's out of ICU and doing great. Her blood count is growing up, and I mean, God is really doing it. And so we don't know what life is, where it ends. We don't know. So why would you make provisions for something you not really should have know? <laughs> so the one thing we know is that if we're born again, we got something to look forward to. We know that we got a Savior. We know that Jesus died just to buy us back. So now we can have life and have it more abundant. But it ain't going to be here. Because Jesus said, many of the afflicted, not of the wicked now. He <laughs> didn't say of the wicked. Many of the afflicted of the righteous, but, I like, I like that. <laughs> but the Lord, hallelujah. Deliver out of them all. So no, not not some, out of them all. He will deliver. Go ahead. Some of you, you Uh, we are 
Because again, now our mindset is not on us. That's why we gotta crucify ourselves daily. Like we gotta die daily. Our physical, our our our, our family traits, all that stuff. We gotta crucify. We gotta put it on. The, that's why he says to present your body a living every day. Because the same day you think you done got it all together. <laughs> that very day he's going to show up and show you, no, you ain't got it together. So that's why we say last week, don't put on half of the, uh, the armor. If you don't know what armor you're going to need, you better put it all on. Put on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. And, and, you know, because uh, a lot of times people talk about the whole armor and, like, they put it on on a daily basis. <laughs> Not to be put on on a daily basis. You better, you better keep that thing on. When you sleep, when you wake, you, you definitely when you sleep, you better have it on. Because the devil don't come to plant some seeds if, if you don't be careful. So you got to make sure that the whole armor ain't something you dress every day with. Oh, uh, I didn't put on the whole armor today. No, no, no. You need to on every second of the day. Satan ain't going to wait until uh, 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 the next day before he brings something uh, against you. Doubt and fear. You think he's going to wait till you get dressed to bring stuff to you? No, he wants you undressed. He's going to load your pants. And so we got to make sure that we put on the whole armor. But uh, uh, Paul also says in, in the, uh, uh, Galatians 3 and uh, 12 says, Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another. See, now all these things will stop us from doing the stuff that the flesh that's why he had, that's why he said put on Christ and make no provision for these other things. If you put on Christ, if you put on the the the, the, the as the elect of God, uh, uh, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, now you won't you'll be sorry for folks, and that's why you can bless them that curse you. Colossians uh, three and twelve. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I just read. Uh, did I get down there? Yeah, modify therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil, concupiscence, you never call that right, which are idolatry. All these things are of the flesh. And notice, notice when it comes to flesh, it says works of the flesh. Right? When it says, when it talks about spirit, what it says? Gift. You notice that? Now, the other thing is that when we have uh, uh, for God so loved the world that he gave us going to be God's son, right? When Jesus came, he gave us a gift of life, right? And so, sin has a penalty. It's the wages that coincide with work. See that? 
So sin is a job. Eternal life is a gift. So we got we got to choose life. We got to choose the God the God right? And so we got to make sure in our mind we do not pursue things that are ungodly. How do you Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, from <coughs> singles, sexual series, uh, I wrote a book, Single Satisfied, Sanctified. Uh, and the thing is about sexual series, that's the sin that's done about. The Bible says all other things I've talked about. But the thing is that once you're born again, you realize that you're no longer good. Talk about faith. So if you give somebody something that doesn't belong to you, you allow them to see it. You allow them to change that. You give them something that does not belong to you. So that's a young person. Also, too. To get involved with people sexually is not just a physical thing. It's a spiritual experience. You are now joining yourself to somebody's spirit. That you, if you don't know that person who they are, you, you are joining yourself with that spirit. And if you be with somebody else, that's another spirit you're adding to them. Do you want all those spirits in you? That's one of the other things. The other thing is that allow God to be the faith to take that. Allow God to transform your thinking about you and your body. To understand uh, how precious your body is to God. That He wants you to preserve yourself. And if you, the only, the only, uh, only right you have to give somebody your body is when they marry. How is that? And if you, if that person does not honor you enough to want to marry you, don't keep that person. But again, that's that person's emotions that you're dealing with. You gotta understand where that person is emotionally. Who you talking? A lot of people are different. different Some people are just on foot, and you know that's how sin is. It's it want to be gratified now. I don't want to wait. So that's that's the idea. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Because when when we when we are when we are born again, and that's what that's what this is. It's it, 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 it's a matter of us dying daily, and so and that's why we gotta study the word. We got to get into the word so we can understand. And the more word we get in, the more we see ourselves. The less you get in the word, the less you see yourself. The more you begin to see, get into this word, you begin to recognize yourself. And it ain't about doing It's about it's in the heart. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 5. We call it the attitude. I was just saying, change the way you think. Change the way you see them. Because blessed are they who are poor. Now, we never put that together. That's all like oxymoron, right? Born blessed name, you can't use it, right? But that's what he's saying. You've got to change the way. So it's not about actual deeds. It's about the heart. What the intent is. What, 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 what were you? So if you, 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 you live in what you know. That's all you know. But until and then, but God is so good that He'll continue to grow you up. All of us. I mean, I learn every day. <laughs> every day, I was like, and I told y'all last week. I was like, I'm telling the Holy Ghost, what? What you like? Okay. But but one thing about when you are really born again, if you miss God. Conviction is coming. You're not born again. And you miss God, bless it off. That's the difference. Because if, you, if, if you've been born again and you and you miss God, the slightest little thing, oh my God, you'd be so convicted. I mean, <laughs> not condemned now. You'd be convicted that, oh my God, nobody else got enough. But you know, and you so you so hurt and burned that. That's the difference. 
so if a, if a, if a, if a, a youngster is convicted about the misstep, that's a blessing. <laughs> if you got somebody who, okay, they don't care about it, you know where they are. And that's, that's the one you need that, that prayer that they just say. But, but let, our, let our, our, our youth know that salvation is a lifestyle and it's a process. Third is moving to maturity. Just like you live in a life, you mature. Any person was born, we can walk, we can talk. Nothing. Right? So if they're babe in Christ, you can expect them to jump up and walk. They need pampers on too, right? So, <laughs> that's why he said, let the, let the elders, right? Train, train the elders. And so, so the thing is that we got to make sure we, we see where their heart is. Once we see where their heart is, Freedom to head over, over stuff that's stupid. What did Jesus say? You without sin, that's the person. <laughs> they cut out, didn't they? <laughs> so, so we got to make sure that when we make provision, it's to do the will of God. And so, so um, sin and sin being a lifestyle. You know, if um, you confess salvation, but you're doing this particular sin that that made a decision and it become a lifestyle. You're talking about sin and you're born to I mean, you're confessing that you're born to So you're confessing this, um, but it is a sin that is a lifestyle for you. You don't have no conviction in that area. And so our young people will not have a whole lot of conviction in that area of doing any type of things that gives them the word. But as we mature, um, in um, Psalms, um, Psalms 1, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Of the ungodly. So if you are born again, and then you are um, um, living a lifestyle that is it's a lifestyle of sin, then you are walking in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitting in the way of the sinner, nor... Um, in the way of the sinner, nor sit it in the seat of the scornful. These are the things that we as born again people have to be careful with. As we are born again and we uh, make a decision to do something wrong, there's to, we sin every day. We do something every day. But when we sin and we continue to do a sin that we know is a sin, then it says to the world that it's okay to do that thing. So that's why we have to be careful with that. But as we are teaching our young people, we got to make sure that we are living the life. This is more about what they, what they see. And what they see in the person that is speaking to them, it is important. It's awesome for us to have our own speakers, and then for us to have our pastors, our pastors. That's the right way to go. Now, we can mess around and we can stay on and sin if we want to. But he's telling us, he says that. All right. So I'm just looking at, but his delight is. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law does he meditate day and night. And if he ends up doing what the Lord is saying, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth much fruit. And that's how we're going to bring forth the fruit. We're not going to bring forth the fruit if we are born again, but we have made the decision that we're going to live in faith. We may go to heaven. But if we have made a decision that we're going to be able to stand, now we are sitting in the seat of sin. 
Now, we just pair that with, uh, with a young person. They may not believe it. They may not understand it. But a person that is mature in the Lord, they read this word, they should understand. So the thing for our young people is that we live a life before them that they can see the light, that they can see the truth. And then now you're telling them the truth. you got to give them the truth of the word. And then you got to live the truth. Because if a, if a child, uh, if I'm talking to a child, but they know I'm speaking behind me, doing this and that, or when they go to the club, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about different things that young people see, and you can't tell young people they know what's going on. <laughs> they know what's going on. So I just wanted to share that with, with you, especially that um, young people that in the household or whatever, you want to make sure that you're giving them that word, giving them that word to help them to live a life free from, from sin. The thing is, if a 14-year-old is, is having sex, and I'm, I'm going to that. If a 14-year-old is having sex, he's going to get married, and he's going to get married. No. That, getting married is far from the man. Even the parents wouldn't even encourage that. So it ain't time for marriage. <laughs> it's not time for marriage, even though they may be having sex. So you can't decide, okay, now they haven't said that they're married. Let's get them married. No, that is not. That's not going to be the answer. You got to love them on through. That's what they are in. You got to love them on through that. Give them the word. They still going to see what they're going to do. But you got to give them the word. And you got to show them the right way to That's the best thing to do for the young people. Yes. Yes.
Yeah, Jackie, Jackie. <laughs> no, no, that's great. That's great. That's great. Because, 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 like you were saying, the beginning, the eighth part of this verse says what? Put on the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Word. When we talked about the whole armor, what we said that was, that was nothing but the Word. So what if, 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 the, if the Word don't do it, it ain't going to get done. Not that it can get done, because <laughs> the Word will make a difference. And so, so what, what, that's what he said, put on the Lord, put on the Word, then you will make provision for evil. Because the Word is all, is all you have. And if, if the, and the word from this way, and that's when you know you've been born again. If you're not convicted, I mean, uh, you know, heavens and earth and pass away. You, you're only wonder. But if you have been born again and you've done all, you're going to get convicted, even if you don't tell nobody else. And your conviction is so strong that people around you know They'll tell you you don't need to be here. You're trying to hang with them crowds. They'll tell you, you don't need to be here. You need to go home. Absolutely. Amen. And like we were saying last week about Saul and David. Saul was not trying to say this is the people fault. And saying there is, you came on time, I wouldn't have had to do the office. Everybody else fault. I did what you said. Sammy said, where's the stuffy sheep at? I'm, I'm hearing sheep in the background. What's going on? You know, so he never was convicted. He was always justified. Adam said, hey, the woman you gave me is why he does it. The woman said, what is this, snake? Ass in the book. But David said, I can't see. Not only have I seen it and done this evening last night. And that's, that's, that's a difference. And I used to mess me up when I was a kid, trying to study man after God's own heart. With all this evil he done did, how he going to be a man after God's own heart? But I understood after years of trying to 
trying to work that out of my head. The Lord said, he was repentant. And if we don't live a repentant life, we will say, our lives have to be. And that's what the Lord says. Forgive us. <laughs> right? And so, so we have to make sure that the word of God pounds Whatever we do, whatever we say, that's the word. Because the word going to speak. And it'll reach all. It'll reach some stuff that you, you and all your intellect can never reach. But the word will penetrate. Find exactly what it needs to say. I need to figure out why. Why did Satan ask Jesus turn these stones, turn these stones into bread? He's going to say, man, should not live by bread alone. And he said also, if thou be the son of God. Now the answer, I thought he'd ever answer Satan. Right? So he said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Now here goes Jesus, who is the son of God, who is the word of God. And he answered the question, that's who I am. I'm the word of God. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm the word of God. He said, man should not live by bread alone. To Satan said, if you be the son of God. <laughs> See, he could have said that, right? <laughs> and so, so, so the word is the most important thing. That's why Jesus' example, he's going to wrap it with it. I always say, he could have said anything else that would have been in red. But he just grabbed the word so we know. When stuff comes, it's good. Word is the thing instead of you. And Paul is saying here, put on the right Then you won't make the vision. Those things are death. Amen. So we finally finished chapter 13. <laughs> so next week I'll be giving you all an outline of chapter 14. We'll be going forward in that. And so now we're going to uh, offer that uh, this is this is